0: Uh <coughs> eh, yeah.
1: <coughs> You do you Krishna, Krishna, Krishna,
0: very uh, Can you hear me, Marijan? Yes, it's very clear. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I gave a
1: lecture a couple of weeks ago or one month ago. It was about uh, material desires. And I felt like... Uh, this was going to be a good continuation to, to that lecture, you know, to recap a bit the last lecture. Basically, the point that I wanted to make is uh, whatever might be your desire or you know the desire to get rid of a desire, you should always come to Krishna you know, and not use any other means. You know, the, or try to do artificial renunciation, but rather be honest, you know and come always to Krishna. And in the process of you know that honesty, because uh, mostly, I, you know I, I talk about you know the feeling and the attitude to have, it will come a point where the devotee starts to have uh, like a desire to Dedicate himself more, and to do a bit more of you know tapasia per se. You know tapasia. When I mean tapasia, I mean to accept you know, things that are favorable for the process and to reject things that are not favorable. And in the Nectar of you know, it's a very interesting book because it's a very short book, but contains you know essential teachings you know, from the most basic to the most advanced, and it's a very practical book, you know. Some other books are a bit more philosophical, but the Nectar of Instruction is a very practical book, you know, that says practical things, practical teachings, you know, that we can apply to, to our lives. Um, yeah, it's an interesting book to talk about. I don't know how many classes I will do. You know, I don't have a like a fixed plan or anything. I, you know, as, as many we will do organically as you know, as the subject comes, the verses come. That, that what, it is one, two, three, four episodes or two or whatever it comes, and we will do. So, you know, the, the first verses that we're going to discuss, the, the focus is going to be serenity, which is, you know, the, the focus of the sadaka. You know, how to depend upon Krishna, how Krishna is, you know, our soul protector, our soul maintainer, and we depend on him, and we focus on what aspects we are lacking. But our lack of qualification, and how we really need the mercy of Krishna to to proceed. So it's a bit on that mood the early, especially the early verses. So I will read the first verse, and then we'll discuss a bit. <laughs> then I can share it also. Somebody wants to read
0: along. Interesting enough, this was the very first verse I ever studied, <laughs> the first book I ever studied. This week.
1: Translation, a sober person who can tolerate the urge to speak, the mind's demands, the actions of anger and the urge of the tongue, the belly and genitals is qualified to make disciples all over the world. So, in this birds serve many purposes, but you know it has it has to do with the, how do you say like the conditional th- the conditions that are you know uh, suitable for the cultivation of bhakti. This is very important because you know like it's a balance. You know, like my other class, I focus. Mostly, you know, on the, um, and the, I will connect with that. Also, I, I focus mostly on the necessity of, of Krishna's mercy, which is, is, will be 100% present in this lecture as well. But I will also add a bit of, you know, how, what we can do in our part, like to honk on the rope, like I say, you know, like this is like the analogy is like they're throwing a rope. We have in the world on a rope and we need to hold the rope and then they will pull us up. So how we can hold on the rope what we can do, that we can try to do, that will be a bit the focus on today's class. So this verse uh, two important things you know before we analyze a bit is first, as it says you know those who control these things, can be a, a master. And we know that these are not the main things, you know, the main thing of course of someone to be a spiritual master is that he knows Krishna, he has bhakti. But an effect of a person who has bhakti is that he will have these things as well. So it's important to know that a real spiritual person, a real a person who has real attachment for Krishna, is not going to be so interested. On the on these things, things that are related to the, the, the material world, because he will have a higher taste. Um, but you know, like apart from you know, like point, trying to you know judge if others are advanced or not is very useful for us because we can judge our own process. Sometimes we want to know like we are doing good we are advancing, you know, and it's good to do the things because it's good to be sincere. And it's good to, to take our practice seriously and to measure, you know, how we are doing. And since, you know, measure feelings, and sometimes we can think oh, like, we feel really great today, I feel very inspired. You know, so feelings come and go. So a good way to measure our progress is through this you know, compare as before, how much are we attracted into, you know, using our time to speak about, you know, subjects that are not, not, not Krishna consciousness. But when I mean this, I don't mean like, uh, you cannot talk anything else but Krishna, but I mean like, where is your heart is, you
0: know,
1: where your heart is. You will know when you are, are talking things because it's you know you're part of the world and it's part of the world, or you really are putting your heart into this. That's what you really enjoy talking about, spending your time. So, uh, the speech, the mind, you know, so like that, like two groups one's the subtle group, you know, and one is like the most sensorial. So, speech, mind, anger, like, uh, there are more things, but they chose these ones in this verse. And with the speech, whatever you engage in speaking is the people you are going to be associated with. And whoever you are associated with and you speak with, those are the things that you are going to think about. And if those things involve material desires, because of how the nature of the material world is that sometimes you enjoy, sometimes you suffer, sometimes you get well, sometimes not. So you will feel anger for sure. Uh, you cannot stop that. But you know, that, as we will see later, you know, Prabhupada is saying you know, that although anger can never you know, be fully controlled, at least you can more or less decide what you're going to be angry about through what you speak about and what you think about, you can decide what you will be angry about. Because usually one is angry when, when due to frustration or something he cares about. So if you care about Krishna, you care about the devotees, then you want to be angry about you know, better things. <clears throat> the others, the other time, the belly and the genitals are also connected, and they say like the, from, from, from the tank because they're in a straight line. Uh, if everything, uh, if you control the tank, everything else will be controlled. So you know, as I say, you know, like it's not like a binary thing that either you control or you don't control. It's a it's a process. And Uh, It's a gradual process, but it's good to know what are the things to look for, you know, easy things to look for that you you can see you are improving, easy easy things to to look for, to focus on yourself, you know, know, it's not about competing with others, but rather seeing how you were doing before, how you are doing now. no, like over time, there is not like a, a change with these things. It's a good sign to to see, you know, to, to see. Oh, maybe I should take push myself a little bit more in my practice. So all in a healthy way. So, so how to, you no, know, uh, to control these things. So in uh, Prabhupada gives, you know, very easy solutions. To control the tongue you know in both ways you know yes chant the Maha mantra speak katha and it <laughs> that's all you could say you know, it's it's really simple but what I want to point it about that uh, as we read can we continue reading is that it's very important for us to cultivate you know Saranagati, and and with that, you know, cultivate the idea of dependence of Krishna having really faith that I have real faith that if I try to eat what Krishna likes and in the best of my capacity offer the food, this will purify me because prasanna has power. If I associate with devotees, what to speak, you know, if I associate with a, you know, a saint, that Really, you know, gonna purify us much more than anything else that we can do on our own. So, you know, we should be looking for these things. If we chant the Holy Name, we should be thinking, you know, without chanting the Holy Name, without having the associate direct association with the Holy Name, there is a merciful aspect of the Lord, you know, uh, what we can achieve on our own we we can measure ourselves you know to the to to the to the standard and see you know that we are lacking. But again I said you know in a, in a positive sense uh, to to find out that we are lacking is a part of Saranagati and it's a positive thing. It will attract Krishna, you know, this honesty like Sridhar Maharaj calls call it like uh, you know the, the negative energy. You know, like the Krishna is the positive energy. We should be the negative energy, but in the sense of jig and Jang, the sense of negative that we are bad, but we should think, you know, we are, it's it's okay to be honest about our flaws because we want to get better. And we know that we need Krishna. And the more that we know that we need him, the more that we will attract, you know, I know it's a, a different mood from, you know, the other class, is interesting to talk
0: about this so interesting things you know like, yes
1: as i say you know like we it, this has to progress naturally, like our own desire to to improve will come, like as first, as, as I say, you know, one just goes very sincere to Krishna, however we, in whichever state or position we are, and ask for Krishna for whatever we might need or we might not need, and by the association with Krishna, the holy name and the saints. Naturally, we will have this impulse to improve and to do something for Krishna. So, you know, these are the practical ways of how we can do. Uh, I will try to read two things in relation to this. The first is, you know, a very famous, very famous verse. Krishna, Surya, Sama, Maya, Haya, Andakara, Yahan Krishna, Nahi, Maya, Adhikara. Krishna is like the sun and Maya is like the darkness. If the sun is present, there is no question of darkness. Similarly, Krishna is present in the mind, there is no possibility of the mind being agitated by Maya's influence. This we need to remember always that we have need to have very strong faith in this that the more that we can put krishna in our life you know the less that our you know past karma activities our sanskaras are going to influence on us so it's important not only to know the theory but to develop faith you know little by little develop faith a strong faith that krishna you know the presence of Krishna in my life, you know, will purify me <laughs> and will remove all these unwanted things from my character and going to make me, you know, more, you know, to be more like our ideal self, that we have all our ideal in, in a spiritual life and spiritual connections so is going to make more about our ideal self. So we should never be discouraged you know, by how much we are lacking, totally opposite. You know, the more that we are lacking, the happier we should get, because that means we are doing good, so negative, and we are inviting Krishna's grace. But it needs to be a combination. Not only we might find lacking, but finding lacking alone is not enough. We need to find ourselves lucky and um, also, We need to invite Krishna's grace, we need to have faith that Krishna is much more merciful than whatever you might be lacking, that Krishna, you know, can can purify you. The Holy
0: Name, eh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu,
1: the Guru, all these things we have. I wanted to read a, a small part from the Vakhtimino Takur Commentary of the first verse. Devotees follow Yuktava, uh, on the paths of karma and jhana, one is instructed to restrain these six impulses that we talk from the verse. However, this method of sadhana is not obligatory for the devotees. Hearing, chanting, and remember of Krishna's names for uncharacteristics is actual bhakti. At the time of cultivating bhakti, these six organs come and become hindrances to the mature sadhaka. At that time, a devotee in the mood on, on wavering Saranagati tries to avoid the ten offenses to the holy name, and through the power of the name and through the influence of association from pure devotees, he is able to overcome these obstacles. So, this is very interesting commentary because it says like very key points. One, you know, that trying to individually, artificially uh, uh, deal with these urges uh, separately is not necessary. You know, it's not part of our path. As devotees, we don't need to deal with the urges separately. What we should do it instead, you know, is to focus on, on the salam, on the especially these two things that we have: the holy name and the association with the the, the saints, especially the spiritual master. These are the two things, two main things that that, that we have. Another important thing is that. Naturally, you know these things will become you know as, as the time that we advance it will come a point with the obstacle becomes more noticeable and a hindrance then you know it's the time that the the body can you know put more more attention into it and you know it's something that will come natural like you don't need to to force it the necessity you know, to advance will come natural by these two processes, you know, chanting the, the holy name. So you want, you know, without offenses, you know, so maybe in my next lecture I will bring, you know, the offenses and we can discuss since it's such an important part of, of the point. We can discuss the offenses, you know, the offenses, in general, a bit more of the Holy Name. As I say, you know, my next lecture or series lecture lectures I would like to give will be on the Holy Name and chanting. Since this basically, you know, like, we will summarize, you know, our process in two things will be, you know, to chant the Holy Name and follow the spiritual master, and serve the spiritual master. You know, that will be, from there, everything else will come. You know, remember and search uh, uh, whatever service as you have to do will come from those things.
0: So, what, how long uh, i been mean, speaking? Uh, yeah, okay.
1: good. <clears throat> Teachings, okay. Yes. On the first verse, I wanted to say that you know this. These teachings, although you know, my seems a bit superficial. You know, you connected to the point that what these teachings in the like in the path of bhakti are really about. That you know that you should really connected to the holy name and the spiritual master. I would like to say that, you know, similar teachings were the one that, you know, Raguna does receive from Sintana Mahapurou, you know, after he really wanted Sintana Mahapurou to, to give him some special instructions. But Sintana Mahapurou first didn't want to give him because Varupa Ramada himself was training him and Sintana said that he knows more than me. You know, I'm learning from him. You know what, what I'm going to teach you, but still, he gave some some personal teachings to Ramana Prasad Swami, and there were teachings of similar mm-hmm. effect, like do not gossip, do not you know eat like, wear, uh, palatable dishes, do not wear fancy clothes, because the point of all of this is to symbolize material enjoyment, per se, you know, that chasing after material enjoyment like uh, separate, you know, from Krishna is basically the antithesis of Bhakti, in a way. a bit the, the opposite, you know, of acting. So in a way, all of these things have to do with that. So we need to have developed enough faith that by chasing, you know, Krishna, we are gonna, you know, be happy in service. And little by little, whatever necessities that we have, because as I say, you know, most of the, some of the things are necessities. And Guru Maharaj said that the fact that we are there are verses talking about how to regulate the things and so on, it means that there is a place for those things in the, in the life of the sadhaka. And we read from the commentary of Bhakti <clears throat> that we don't need to deal you know, with these things. We don't need to uh, stop these things or, re- or, or renounce these things. It will be gradual. By practicing Bhakti, You know, the desire for these things. <clears throat> will be lost gradually. We will be less and less interested in material enjoyment. You know, it will come little by little. It, it will have, you will feel it. You know, like not everything is going to go in one day. But as the years pass by, you will see you are less interested in some things that you were interested in the past. And if it's not happening, then maybe it's time to think if you know if you really are putting a lot of effort in chanting you are you know putting a lot of effort in, in, in following distractions that your guru has given you and, and these things. So maybe it's time you know to put effort on those things. You know? there's no need to separate to deal, deal with the, these things. You always you can examine this because they are symptoms of how you are doing your practice and then focus again with your practice. Also, I would like to say, you know, one of the difference, you know, Bhakti and the Gaudilla you know, in comparison of other Gaudilla institutions of the time, were that they care about these things. You know, where were many, not all, you know, let's make that clear, you know, not, not all the Babajis were bad people, but many of the Babajis, they had this attitude that, you know, which, uh, because we are doing the best thing, you know, which is, you know, we are the best. We have access to, you know, to, to the holy name. We have access to, you know, Manjari We have access to to the best things. It means we are immune, you know, to material nature, so we can do whatever. Because you know, it's so powerful, you know, the holy name. So that's actually an offense, you know, the holy name. You know, to to Live, you know, to commit, uh, like, to material, <coughs> commit, uh, I mean, you know, commit sin and thinking, yeah, it's no problem because the whole name will say you know, save me. With that attitude, it's not that it's an offense that you are sinning and chanting the whole name, but you have the attitude that it's okay, I can continue sinning because you know, the holy name will like you are doing some calculations there, you know, like I will get rid of my sins until the holy name so I can then sin again. So, uh, a result of that, you know, the as Lumahar likes to say, you know, the people, you know, didn't respect the Gaudilla Vaishnavas. So, if they will come to your house, you will say, yes, give them some food and so they can just live, you know, they don't care what they have to say because. They are not respectable people of, of character. You know, they are not even following the moral standards. So how you can be, you know, like from a material point of view, how can you be spiritual if you don't even follow the moral standards? You know, of course, we have exceptions of when people, you know, in Rakanuga Bhakti who, you know, in the context of their devotion and their lila, you know, get so much, you know, that, that they might act in a way that is not moral, you know, like correct. But that's what is interesting about the Goura Lila and the example of, you know, the Goswamis, because it shows, you know, that a person who, who really, you know, follows and who has this advancement can act the most moral way possible and the most renounced way possible. You know, is, It's not a problem, you know, they can be the highest class devotee and also be more renounced than the, you know, the any Mayavadi, be more moral than any moralist. That's not a problem. So Bhaktisiddhanta Sarasvati Thakur put a bit of focus in that, he introduced, you know, the sana Sannyas Ashram and he wanted his, you know, uh, devotees to have like Brahmanas. Because he thought that it was, you know, just a show. You know, like, it was not real kind of devotion. It's cheap devotion. Devotion that you know don't the devotion that will not give you the you know the, the sense control. You know, like it's not real devotion. Because if you think really think about it, the reason why the devotees are so self-control. It's because they have a higher taste, like Prabhupada likes to say. It's not due to an artificial reasoning. It's because they are engaged in something that is so joyful that you know, material life makes no no sense anymore. Like somebody you know, said, like I. I I don't know who was uh, now I cannot remember uh, that he will spit you know in the the desire of like the sex pleasure you know he will he spits on it like that compared to the joy that he's feeling now by chanting the holy name that's like a drop of water in the in the ocean yeah, I don't know what in the ocean, not in the desert. <laughs> well, in the ocean, the water is salty, so it's not tasty, also. <laughs> but yeah. So, obviously, you know, we haven't reached that point, but that's what I'm trying to say. In an organic way, we will reach to that point. And the devotee, you know, can be the more moralist person. And the only way a devotee will not act morally. Still, if a devotee it morally, it's not because he wants to enjoy. It will be for serving Krishna. It will never be you know, because he has any of these urges. So that I wanted to to say. Oops. <clears throat> if anybody wants to comment as something related to the first verse, otherwise, you know. We can proceed to
0: to the second
1: verse.
0: Maybe just uh, the Amun said that, I think. Yeah, okay. Thank you. But
1: Yahara, one of the and survey is spoiled when he becomes entangled into the following six activities: Eating more than necessary or collecting more funds that are required, open endeavoring for mundane things that are very difficult to obtain. Talking unnecessarily about mundane subject so matters. Practicing the scriptural rules and regulations only for the sake of following them and not for the sake of spiritual advancement or rejecting the rules and regulations of the scripture and working independently or whimsically. Associating with worldly minded persons who are not interested in Krishna consciousness and being greedy for mundane achievements. So here we have again six. Practical advices on how to, you know, cultivate Krishna consciousness. You know, sometimes we might feel, oh, you know, I want to, you know, I get in a stock or, you know, I want to advance. You know, so one can quickly check, you know, a nectar of instruction, full of practical things to do. You know, obviously, there may... Uh, everything is assuming that the main practice is the chanting of the japa. So without the japa, nothing is going to work. But, you know, since we are a complex, you know, human that cannot just sit and chant japa the whole day in peace, you know, we, japa needs some support. Not because, you know, the japa needs any support, japa you know, can do everything, but because we need some support to chant the japa, you know, basically. Uh, this second verse are the things to avoid. And the next verse will be the things that we want, you know, to, that are favorable to us. Yeah, so in, important things, you know, from here to get this like Guru Maharaj uh, said that about the association. It's not that you, you know, suddenly so become, you know, fanatic. And you don't talk to anybody who's not a devotee, Oh, so you don't care about Krishna. Don't talk to you. You know, you want to be again. You know, sincerity is key. the The point that Maharaj says is that you don't take their ideas. So you know, that's the, the main point of of association. You know you know what you are associating for, but there is a kind of association, you know, where you are associating with the people who you have similar ideals and if, you know, you associate in that way with people who are not after, you know, Krishna Bhakti, so they, what their ideals is going to be, you know, they will preach, you know, the, the goal of life is you know, to have a big saving account because you never know what's going to happen when you're old and then you will need to go every year to vacation and you need to live life to the fullest because if you don't live life to the fullest, you're going to regret and, and so on. So the idea is, you know, that you don't get to have this kind of goals for yourself. You don't want to get those ideals, so you need to control yourself. You know, like why you are associating with others? Are you associating because you know it's part of your life? You know, like work, friends, family. You know, you you do your 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 life, but you can keep your goal, Krishna's, your goal, S3, your spiritual master goal, or you really have some attraction. You know. On, You know to 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 achieve you know and you're really little by little you know getting some you know because depends on your association some associations can be stronger than others and some devotees faith are stronger than others so you need to be sincere always you know like there is some kind of things that maybe not going to be attracted to you but maybe you meet a bunch of you know like pseudo-spiritualists you know they say you're not going to take you know the important thing you know is to to, to take mushrooms and that's how you will, uh, you know, achieve spiritual experiences and you start getting into that. Or, you know, like different people have their own weaknesses. So yeah, you need to look forward to that, you know, and, and not associate, I will say, you know, if I will have to you know, put it with my own words, do not associate with those people who will bring out in you your, your you know, your worst your weaknesses, you know, and so on. That's how I will put it, because there are many things you know that they are not gonna influence you, because you are a devotee for a reason. So there are many kind of people who are not gonna be able to to shake your foundations. But everybody has a weakness, so you should avoid you know those who people who are gonna influence into bringing you to whatever you know is worse of you, when I bring out the worst in you. <clears throat> you know, the others you know, are more self-explanatory. Collecting more funds than require. Again, the, these principles require honesty. That's why I want to say, you know, you cannot use these principles as, you know, like guidelines that you must not have that much food, otherwise, you know, you're not advanced, and and so on. Because what is more than necessary depends for whom, you know, in which situation, in which country, you know, what's his you know, family situation, what are his projects, what is his life. So you should know, you know, what is the necessary for you. and. If you don't know what is necessary for you, uh, japa can help always. Because when you are, usually japa brings in you who you are, who you really are. When you chant japa, wherever your mind goes, there is where your heart is in many cases. So it depends, you know, on. On, on you it might take you you know to some anartas, or it might take you you know not necessarily to San Anartas, but you know to your situation you know to your duties and so on so most of the time you know unless you know it's an emergency or or you are you know struggling you are like in a normal state and you are thinking too much you know of your duties is you that know, maybe you are overdoing it you know Maybe you should have a bit more free space for, for your sadhana and also feel japa is your duty as more important than any other thing that, that you can be doing. But I want to focus the aspect. You know, all these principles are important, but it's for each of the persons to read it themselves and to write themselves. You know, I am do I am collecting more than I require. Do I I am over endeavouring, you know, for things that are very difficult to attain and I'm using so much energy, you know, doing something that is really hard and it's not going to serve any real purpose, you know, spiritually. But because maybe it's not over endeavouring because that thing that's really hard for a chip is really necessary for me. You know, but maybe not. Could you live without it? You know, depends on you. So... That's why it's good every time you feel stuck, you know, read a bit, you know, and, and see if there is something, any point, anything that you can adapt to your life. You know, talking unnecessarily about mundane subjects. Then again, we already spoke about that, that this does not mean, you, you know, don't talk to anybody, but as I say again, where your heart is. You are talking, you know, because you you really, really like it. Um, But it's a waste of time, mostly unnecessary things. You could say in most of the cases, if one needs to get rid of something, because it has been like a plague, and I think even Bactimiro Takur spoke about it's criticizing. Especially devotees are very prone to criticizing, and if, especially the if devotees live together. You know, are, are prone to criticizing because the for the general part, they try to be, you know, more pious in their living. They try to be more regulated. You know, so you know the mind has to go somewhere. Yeah, and the. And that's the problem of goodness because goodness has a flow. You know, that's the flow of goodness, you know, because passion and ignorance have their own flows. But the flow of goodness, and the more you elevate yourself into goodness, is that you realize, Woof, you are so good, and the others, not so much, you know. So that, that's a very big problem of goodness. It's, and devotees usually try, you know, they are more in goodness than other people, so they have especially this, this tendency. To criticize and and compare about the most subtle things, the, the the little things of how somebody is doing the service, how that devotee did, didn't do, and we need to be very careful not to engage in in, in this kind of prajalpa, because it's very harmful. This is very harmful because what otherwise could be. A very, guy, a very good, a very good sadaka who is sincere, who is doing his best, who is chanting his name, he gets ruined because he doesn't control, you know, the necessity to speak about others. What to speak when, you know, like, you know, we are lucky, you know, that we are quite, you know, open-minded sangha, and for the most part, you know, we don't engage in criticizing other spiritual masters or, or other missions, but. That is, is, you know, like very sad and horrible thing to. Do. Still, you know, for the also the you know the other devotees who are, you know, maybe not gurus or maybe not leaders, still, one needs to be careful because you never know. Maybe one devotee that like he seems very ordinary and a bit weird. He's pretty sincere by Shnava, and because we talk bad about, about him, that is really hindering our spiritual process. So, so we one must really avoid this necessity of gossip. Of, you know, speaking what the others are doing wrong. If you want to gossip, you know, gossip what the others are doing right. That would be better for you. Also, if one really need to control the speech in the sense that we should not say things that will hurt others. Sometimes we can be, you know, cruel with our words, in sake of the truth, in sake, you know, of whatever reason. So one should also try to control and not to hurt others. Those are the main things. You know, with the, when it comes to the the speech that most can harm you know our devotional life is if we hurt others, you know uh, because we either you know don't know or didn't want to do constructive criticism, so we just do the criticism without the constructive part uh, that is not good for us, especially that's the fun, fun part. And, and then we have the other roles. and you know the you know the, the famous one is the practicing the rules and regulations just for the sake of doing them this usually happens in organizations you know with our very canista like minded still you know because at least I am a canista as well. One one needs to be careful for ourselves because the tendency is still there. But it happens that you you want to feel safe, and you feel safe, you know, by doing something. Even if you are able to do something, you know, then you feel safe. So maybe you don't understand. You know the deep things you don't understand it's a detail or not a detail you just do the the, the rule then you are part of, of the team and then you you feel safe and then that's all so for the most part we need to take care that whatever we are doing we are not forcing it up you know upon others but wherever we are doing it things that uh, we are doing it for the benefit of our spiritual advancement, so the things that we should be doing, as I said, you know is chanting the holy Name and whatever our spiritual master tells us to do, and whatever thing is gonna help us to to achieve those things. We shouldn't you know follow the rules and and you know regulations uh, in, in an independent way to feel that i I have, I have achieved this, like some people, you know, will fast, you know, and say, you know, I, I fast the whole day, I uh, I, I did the, the fasting the, the whole day, they will feel some pride on that. But it was really for spiritual advancement, you know, you, you should be sincere and know what you are doing, the things sometimes, you know, as I've seen these the things that people do spiritual things in front of others they want to get some recognition you know things have can happen with kirtan also you know we want start doing the kirtan and practicing kirtan not to please krishna or to advance spiritually but because you want other people to think you know good of you and the for other part also to avoid the rules and regulations is not Advisable, you know. Some we can say, you know, like just chant the holy name and be happy, and that's all. And that can be good, you know, to start with. But it will come to a point where you have this urge that you feel something needs to come more, and you need to, from the best, whatever you think is going to help, you need to do it. The rules are there to help you. You, just, you should take the rules that are, you feel that they're going to help. We will read one verse, uh, I mean, one
0: small part from the commentary. It's actually another verse. Mm-hmm. Ah, uh, one interesting thing is
1: the definition of mahatma. Prabhupada gives a definition of Maharma that means broad-minded. Broad-minded in the sense that he's a person who understands, you know, that in order, you know, to, to achieve the, the, the goals, one has to come to Krishna. That without, you know, again to the point that without Krishna, you know, there is no no point. And also you are really not want to
0: achieve much. I'm
1: sorry, you know that I'm, I'm a bit, uh, you know, it's a bit late here and a bit uh, sleepy, so, so I talk a bit slow. <laughs> but it's almost time, you know. So yeah, I would like to. To end up saying that we will come to the next verse, but still, you know, I would like to to put emphasis again, you know, like I like to to finish, you know, with the points that I would like to take home. But we really should have to cultivate a strong faith on chanting the holy name and on the blessings of our spiritual master. We need to cultivate such a strong faith that we know with those things, if we really do those things, we can overcome all the obstacles, we can overcome our lack of qualification, and we can achieve our desire ideals. Somebody said, I like the idea of positive gossip. Yes. Sometimes gossip cannot be avoided, so they at the very least, say something nice about others.
0: That's how they do it in Brindavan.
1: Thank you for everyone Love have the patience to listen, and if anybody wants to give a commentary or, or ask a question it will be the time If not, then we see us next time, we will continue with the positive aspects, the things that will help us, and then. We will go a bit more deep in dealings between devotees and how we should relate to other devotees and how to cultivate, you know, our idea to, at the very least, you know, reach the platform of Madhya Madhikari
0: and Chakalpa to be Jai, thanks for lecture. Yeah. Very useful for me personally.
1: Yeah, for me too. <laughs> you know, I, I usually give lectures that are based on whatever I I need
0: at the moment.
1: There yeah. Okay, Strada said it is sometimes hard to recognize blessings. Was my mother living a 4 years old a blessing? As my father agreed, that he will be following Krishna
0: consciousness.
1: I, I I cannot say, all I can say, you know, like, it's like, as the history of the, you know, of the king, you know, they the say, with the advisor said, all that Krishna does is good. So I have faith in that, you know, I cannot say, I cannot tell you, it was a blessing because of this and that, you know, all that I know is that, uh, however we are now, you know, is the best that could happen to us because we are here somehow or other. We know about Krishna, somehow or another, you know, we are initiated, somehow or another, we are chanting the holy name. So, you know, whatever you know, one thing is in particular a blessing or not, after our karmas, some things for sure are bad, but I'm sure that Krishna. You know, the intervention of, of Krishna has, met him, has made it less worse than it would have been. So I have faith in that, you know, that's all I can say that it's yeah, good to have faith that whatever happens, you know, uh, it will be in the long run good for us. You know, horrible. Thanks
0: to you also for listening. Thank right.